0: Nathan,
1: I got the metronome stuck in my head. Oh, so
0: you're counting in and doing it on rhythm?
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, you did it on one, and then I came in on three, and then I felt self-conscious. Ah, uh,
0: okay. I was confused what the bumping and the bouncing was at first. I am like, oh, it's got some energy today. I was like, oh, look at him go. All right, I don't know what's happening, but
1: okay. So tell me about the Us Weekly.
0: Oh, there's a... You can't just start in with, how's your day, audience? You
1: doing okay? What do you want? What do you want? It's us. We're in charge of this train. I know we're They in can't tra- control that's the a, tracks. That's
0: just, that's like a, a that's, that's an upsetting, upsetting transition right there, where it's just like, whoosh, pulling well, off the wax. Like, can, hey,
1: here's something to talk I about. I can jump in with my manifesto. It can be, hi, hello, welcome to Tea and Whiskey. I'm Bo, and I'm Ethan, and I've got a problem with some people from... Then you can just have a big beep and make it sound like I said somewhere and we didn't want it to come out Mm,
0: mm.
1: Or we could not and they'll just hear all of this I think that's probably I didn't understand what your joke was until now I saw the fear in your eyes though when I started (laughs) saying I've got a problem with people from you went Don't say the one that I know you think no. Oh shoot. No, I wasn't (laughs) thinking of that one
0: no, I, I was gonna say that's a proper intro because you give them context for what's going on. You can't just say, So what about us magazine? <laughs> what? What is what are we talking about? <laughs> you gotta you gotta you can't just you can't just layer on top of them like, Oh, and now we're gonna talk about this thing. Hey Ethan, what's that over there? We're not gonna reference it for the rest of the show. We're just gonna point out that it's there and continue
1: on with our lives. So audience, this Us Weekly that we got. All right. you know get get really get the page flips in there. Right. It's hard because it's a magazine. I know, right? I know. Oh, they got that. They got Ooh, that. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna open a random page. Wait, what? And we'll talk about what's on it. Okay, I guess this is the Us magazine <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there we go. Kind of towards the back. So um okay, it's all just holiday gifts. Okay. Um an adorable and affordable chasing jace chasing Jace Boutique. What? No. Oh. Chasing Jace Boutique, yeah.
0: What is Chasing Jace Boutique? Oh, it's it's a uh, it's unique clothing children's
1: blend. boutique dedicated to having fun with fashion. Affordable oh. styles for girls and boys. Girls 34 <laughs> It's for a girl's twill jacket.
0: Bull dinkus!
1: You can no thirty
0: four dollars for a child's jacket. What
1: about the teeth? No, the,
0: no, no, no. We're staying on the, the child's jacket. Ethan, the teething Ethan, egg. Ethan, this jacket has less has less material in it than a doily, <laughs> and yet it costs thirty four dollars. That's unacceptable. Um, that you can't you can't. There's got to be
1: something that'll grab your attention more. On. All of it catches my attention. The uh, Asuka pulse for pain relief. Oh. What is it?
0: Is it like a vibrating Uh, egg?
1: Provides pulsed electromagnetic therapy as a drug-free solution for chronic and acute pain sufferers.
0: Oh, hell no. And doctor
1: recommended for back, neck, uh, it doesn't have um, a comma between back and neck, so it's just back, neck.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. It's it's for exclusively the back of your neck. I was going to use it to the front. No, no, no. You, the you, pain you, is melting you away. You take the strap and you and put so it on. So is my life force. You put it on and you strap it on kind of like a hunchback would, and then you have to lean <laughs> Why forward. Why would a hunchback
1: strap something on? They already have a hunchback.
0: No, no. The hunchbacks put it on to alleviate the pain in their hunch. Oh, but you, heaven. too,
1: can alleviate the pain in your mm. non-existent hunch? What hunch? Exactly. All right. Well, that was the Us Weekly portion this week. Well, I like that. I like that. But no, but I... Oh, okay. Two things. Two things.
0: First of all, three things. Three things. Okay, so multiple things. Multiple things. First of all, it's almost Christmas time. I'm so excited. I can't wait. It's
1: it's Christmas season. There's a giant-ass tree.
0: Oh, yes, yes. We brought the uh, trees in the... Uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving.
1: So they were here yeah, the last pretty, time you were Yeah, they were. We mentioned it, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like I like the solid traditions that people have of when they start Christmas. Mm-hmm. For um for uh, my ex-girlfriend's family, it was always when uh, Santa showed up at the on the Macy's Day Parade oh. that after that is when they would promptly put on put in their Christmas CD. I like it. Yeah, I think that like always having a nice It is Christmas time now.
0: Mhm. Uh, ours, well, it used Rather to be... Rather than,
1: the like, the shopping mall, like, general fade into Christmas. Yes, I, I think... Whoa, Rosie! Oh, I think I think they're dropping off
0: packages ah. up front. Because, my goodness, uh, the Sarah family home looks like
1: a Toys R Us before it went out of business. They attacked... Uh, no, it's coming back. No! Yes, it is. Who, who... Fun fact. just purchased pretty, Toys R Us. Uh, they never actually sold it.
0: Wait, how did they, how did they, they pretty much they filed bankruptcy and then we're like, okay, I guess we're to going to starting
1: to start from scratch essentially is what they did. You don't start nah, that's not starting from scratch when you're, a. a but uh, I forget whoever they sold it to. I think they sold it and so pretty much sell it. To, and that person bought it with the express idea of, oh no, Toys R Us is still going to happen. So pretty much all that really happened was everyone got fired with no severance oh. and now they're starting over. That makes sense. Well, I mean, that's
0: that's what I meant when
1: they sold it. Yeah. They did so sell it yeah, because
0: yeah. The, that's how you get the money back.
1: Yeah. But it's still happening. So, I mean, that's, So worry not. I'd be surprised if they A, got rid of Toys R Us. An overcrowded, germy place of toys will stay still around.
0: That's how my mom used to shop for gifts for us. I... She would take us to Toys R Us, and then whenever we were playing with, she would put him in the cart, and she, yeah, we wouldn't remember what we yeah. were playing with. And then we, then when the time came to open up gifts, she would be like, "Ooh, <laughs> look at this! Wow, did you like this?" We'd be like, "Yeah, this is great! I um, love
1: this I, Power Ranger." I, I like went to Toys R Us, and I would always like beg my mom, like when we went to uh, like grocery shopping, because it was like the place we did grocery shopping was right next to a Toys R Us. I'd be like, "Let's go to Toys R Us, too! You know, how children talk? Yeah, yeah. like uh, mobsters. <laughs> yeah. I'm hey, wondering.
2: Mom, it would be awfully nice if we were to uh, pass by this Toys R Us on our way to the grocery store. Now, I know that it was not in your original plans to go to the Toys R Us, but it would make the rest of your trip infinitely uh, more uh, amicable. And I'm just <laughs> saying, the interior of this car is awfully nice, and it'd be a shame if something were to... Uh, Happened to it. All I know is I've been very quiet recently, doing car trips. Not a single screen. I'm just saying it would be a, a damn shame, Mother, <laughs> if that if my uh, pleasant streak were to, come to a, rather unpleasant end. I'm just saying it would be very easy for me not to get carsick <laughs> if I was focused on a gift in my
0: lap and not <laughs> on the moving road.
1: Anyway, so, um, <laughs> there we go, folks. That was your shot that you take when we do a bit for too long. <laughs>
0: there we go. Uh, there's there's bits. Yeah. We've got Us Weekly and bits. Good.
1: Okay. <laughs> check, check. Um. No, I would, but looking back, like, after the age of, like, I don't know, six, I stopped caring about toys. Like, I stopped really playing with, like, a lot of mm. toys. After, I don't know the specific age, but after a certain point, and I was more like, oh, I want, like, video games. Like, because mm. that's what I would spend more time playing. Yeah. Uh, but I would still want to go to Toys R Us to be like, what are kids playing with? Oh, that's Oh, well, that bike would be fun if I rode bikes. Mm, that's a strange thing to do. Oh, this toy is fun to press all the buttons and make a ruckus and then walk away while it's still yelling catchphrases. But you were one of those people. Yeah, I would boop, 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 and run away. <laughs>
0: I would push the button accidentally and then I'd have to stand next to it in shame (laughs) while it played until it was done so that (laughs) everyone would know it was me who pushed
2: the button. It was was me who pushed the button. It would be a shame if someone thought that someone else had pushed this button. Um, It'd be a shame if some, some poor rube had to take the fall for having pressed the button of every Buzz Lightyear in this here toy aisle. Now see, I'm... I'm strong of will. I can take it. But this poor child this over poor here. This poor muck over here. He is four months younger than I. He, he can't take it. He's got a soft brain. <laughs> His skull's not finished forming. You can see it, it is like the Rocky Mountain. Ooh, ooh.
1: I have yes. a cousin.
2: Ooh! Tell me more! Quick, a
1: quick little, uh... Is not... he a nice Jewish boy? Happy Hanukkah? No, 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 no. Um,
0: it but... Is, it is he... Hanukkah.
1: It started yesterday. Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Not, I wasn't saying no, not Happy Hanukkah. He's no! Not. He's not Jewish. And no, Happy (laughs) Hunt. Speaking of no. Okay. (laughs) Cousin, then happy. Cousin, then happy, then we'll return to Toys R Us. Cousin. I had a cousin who, I don't know, remember what it's called, but his skull didn't have the parts where, uh, so your skull grows with you. Yeah. Until you're like, uh, I don't know, a teenager, I think? Yeah,
1: puberty. But basically Uh, what
0: happens is your brain is a bunch of different... Bones that eventually fuse together, but they have cracks in them Mm -hmm. so that it can expand to hold your bigger and bigger brain. Yes. But my cousin was born without it. (gasps) The skull was solid already. So... What they had to do is they had to go
2: in and. So if they didn't do that, he would grow up with baby head. No, 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 no. He would die. Oh, that's uh, less funny. And it's
1: cute. A lot less funny than like head. an adult with some baby-sized head. That's not cute. That's that's terrifying. Like just a baby's head, but with a beard. I
0: don't like this. I that's a that's a that's an uncanny valley right there. Do you now with that? Do you think the neck would still get? bigger and the head would remain tiny? Uh, well, no, because they would
1: die. No, but, like, if the death weren't imminent.
0: Oh, if the death wasn't happening, I would say...
1: Because if their neck didn't get bigger, that means their vocal cords would say the same, so they'd be like, well, 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 when you see you that you've done the charts...
0: Um, and that would be... Unsettling. Uh, hilarious. No, no. Um, I am gonna go with, yes, the vocal cords do get bigger... Because everything, because I assume the only reason the head's not getting bigger is because the skull doesn't have yeah. the room to grow.
1: Yeah. So. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with throat gets bigger, baby <laughs> voice is the not thing. It's a baby head with a Well, the
1: resonance voice. would still be that of a baby. Mm, mm. Because of the skull. Oh, that would sound weird. It would be a low note coming out of a small resonance. God, I'm trying to, like, exclusively put my voice through my nose, but very deep. <laughs> I can't do it we just sound like we're doing whales.
0: Um,
1: I mean that's I it might sound like a little bit like whale. No, that's a very big space. That's still a big space because you're opening your mouth to let it go. I don't know.
0: We sound I guess this and look silly. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. think the audience can hear you. Why don't you? <laughs> 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 you? just wanted me to lean and go. <laughs> I did. I did. I wanted the pure visual in my brain. God, forever. it's like
1: vibrating my entire jaw. Um. What Whoa, was it? that's when, not much. After happy, happy. happy. You're gonna say no, happy Hanukkah. Speaking of
0: Hanukkah, Han- yes. So it's not really about Hanukkah, but I watched a movie that uh, uh, was very. Uh, it featured the Jewish faith very heavily. It was called *A Serious Man* by the Cohen brothers. Ooh! It was very. I got Cohen brothers things. If you finish. Okay, up. Okay, yeah, it was
1: it was very very depressing, but really good. I watched. Uh, Duke, is that the end? Uh, it was. It was. That was basically it. Okay. Coen... Have you seen *The Ballad of Buster Scruggs*? Me and my parents watched it two nights ago. Also very depressing. Ah! The individual stories are very, very sad. Uh,
0: I'm sorry, did you watch? There was, there was... There, Which so, story are you
1: talking about? It's uh, an anthology. There I'm are six stories. I'm talking about The miners. Basically, the it's... Mi- a, That's the one happy one. Yeah, and it's what super a, happy. Good yeah. night, Pocket. I'm gonna
0: find you, Pocket. Sooner or later, <laughs> Mr. I'm gonna find... Do you know who
1: that was? You. Who? Tom Waits. A singer-songwriter. He, um... He was the musical inspiration for The Twelfth Night that I did over the summer. Ah! Also fun fact, Heath Ledger based his performance as the Joker off of one specific interview of Tom Waits. Oh. Ah. Where he's like, he's talking like this. Like, not like, like kind right. of jokery. He's like, now when I'm talking to these guys out there on the road, they're, they're crazy, you know? And it's really kind of creepy. Like, you feel unsettled watching Tom Waits talk. Mm. Well... Uh, basically, the Coen brothers just recently just recently released. It was about a month ago, probably because I watched it when I was still at um, Hodge House. Just recently released uh, a movie called "The Ballad of Buster Scrubs."
0: Scrubs, whatever. <laughs> it's a nonsense name. Um, but basically, it's an <laughs> anthology of six stories that happen in the Midwest. Old West. Old West. Midwest happened? is, Ohio- is oh, like shoot. Ohio. You're oh. right. In the Old West. And uh, all of them are
1: pretty depressing and end in someone's death. Yeah. Although, the Buster Scruggs one was, like, obviously had technically a sad ending, but it wasn't sad. It was very funny. Yeah, because he's floating up there. Okay. Um, for the next, let's say... Seven minutes. So at twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Um, I'm starting the timer now. For uh, we're doing spoilers. for right. Spoilers. Skulls. Okay. What was the saddest one? Um, the saddest
0: one. Oh, that was easily when she shot herself.
1: Yeah, it was that one for me. That one. That was, was number four. In five, I think, because it, it was that one, and then the last you're one. You're right. The, the last one was my favorite. The last though. one was awesome because it was just a nice little thing. It wasn't like a story so much as like a clear allegory for death. Like, them going to their deaths. Oh, I don't even... Think, it wasn't even allegorical. Uh, uh, it was, it was th- straight up... Well, oh, yeah. They, but none of the... Like, they weren't necessarily aware of it, but... Oh, my the God. The last one was... The French guy did. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got it. Yeah. Okay, basically, let's run through
0: a p- quick plot synopsis of, of, each, of, of, them. of each of the okay, stories. Okay, so The
1: Battle of Buster Scruggs. The first story is... Yes. um
0: Fastest gun in the West, who also has a beautiful scene voice. Yes.
1: He's got a nice baritone. Um, it's, like, ridiculously good shot. Like, he does trick shots in the mirror in a mirror while dueling, and he kills people. Um, no, very, like, oddly, odd, like, he's very, like, the kind of person that doesn't follow the rules except for his own, and he has very specific rules. Uh, a, a very interesting, uh, uh, discussion in DMing
0: on whether or not he would be lawful, probably not lawful neutral. Yeah. Because he only abides by his own set of laws. Yeah. In the same way that certain, like, mobs would be lawful something, because they always abide by the rules yeah. of...
1: Their yeah. sect. But then he yeah. gets killed when a new, younger guy comes into town. Who can play the harmonica. Who, can, who is also a nice, probably can sing. He sings, right? He sings well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sings and plays the harmonica, and he is faster than Buster. And Buster dies, and then he ascends to heaven, and they sing a duet. It's fun. It's very strange. Um, the um, second one is James Franco. I didn't like that one so much. I, the second one. <laughs> I only liked it for the old bank teller who comes running out. Pan, Pan- shot. Pan shot. Pan shot. Hot Pan- shot. Pot-shot. It's pan because
0: they're no, it wearing... was po- it's pot. Oh, I don't know. Pot shot. <laughs> pot shot. <laughs> because... No, my favorite part. Uh, basically, what happens is James Franco tries to rob a bank. He gets bested by a guy wearing pots.
1: He... <laughs> covered in pots as a defense mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he goes
0: to get hung, and his hanging gets interrupted. Uh, By a pack of Native
1: Americans uh-huh. uh, attacking, and
0: he gets saved, and then he gets taken into the next town and sent to hang again. Falls in love with a woman he sees in the crowd, and dies. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, that's the second one. The third one is that's the meal ticket. That's the one with the the where um, Liam Neeson, ticket. Liam Neeson, and the guy that oh, has no shoot. arms and basically legs. that one's really really sad. A quad, uh, uh, it's not quadruple even... amputee. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, is that a great... was Dudley Dursley from the Harry Potter movies that means nothing to me. You just it was said Harry's cousin, be... th- the fat one. That was him. Yeah, oh my God. Do you like how he did your sonnet?
0: I did. I heard it I was <laughs> cries. He did it. I was like, that sounds familiar and I was like mouthing along with it I
1: was like, Well okay. at first I, I heard I heard it and I was like, ah some Shakespeare but for some reason it wasn't until the third time he did it where I was like, it's a sonnet because until then I mm-hmm. thought it was Richard II because uh, that would make sense for him to do. Oh, shoot, yeah, it would. But basically what
0: happens is uh, Quadruple Amputee is a beautiful orator, uh, and so him and some other guy... And Liam Neeson's character, some other guy... <laughs> no, it was Liam. <laughs> and Liam Neeson in the Old West, they go around in a traveling show, but they slowly start to make less and less money, so eventually Liam Neeson buys a math
1: chicken... A chicken that does math for money. A math chicken, <laughs> and kills the orator. And that's the end of and that story. And it's really sad, because they don't explicitly say it. He, Liam Neeson just goes, drops a rock in a river, sees what happens, and then looks back at him and starts walking. Oh, as soon as he
0: pulled to this, as soon as he stopped I, at the road, I, I was like, I knew oh, he was going to kill did. him,
1: but I didn't know, like, if he was going to give a reason, ha- how it was going to be done, how it was going to be shown. And when he just dropped the rock, I was like... What was he, testing the water to see if he can ford the river? And then it went, it went ahead, and I was like, Oh no, he was just like, Let's see if I can drop this rock in the river. Yep, I can. That means I can drop him in the river. Yeah, it was It was upsetting. Uh, the fourth one that was uh,
0: that was we the, got two minutes left. Oh shoot! The shoot. fourth one was, was the a th- old prospector goes to a beautiful valley and spends all this time completely like, culti-
1: untouched by man.
0: Uh, no, uh, cultivating this beautiful little valley and finding a gold deposit, and then some guy shoots him in the back, but he
1: survives and he goes and he takes his gold, and it's adorable. You yeah. should watch it. And then the the, the next one is the death. Uh, There's no, the girl that got rattled. Uh, Basically what happens... It's a beautiful story. It
0: is. It's beautiful.
1: Um, Basically what happens is this girl heads out uh, on a wagon train to Oregon. Her brother dies. Her brother dies. He was kind of incompetent. Basically... It had a dog and it ran away while they were out on the trail. That's important to the story because they Uh, go off in search of
0: the dog. No. That's that's not why.
1: They go off in search of the dog, don't they? Uh Uh-uh. No. And that's how they run into the Native Americans?
0: uh Uh-uh. She's just there. She just wandered off? She wandered off uh-huh. uh, where she just was there with the horse. <gasps> anyway, so the- um, Basically when- <clears throat> I'm going to tell this one.
1: You've been telling a lot of them. You told the
0: first three.
1: No, I didn't. We shared. I did the first one and we shared the rest. Mm. Continue. Alrighty.
0: Basically what happens is she then has to be helped by the cowpoke leading their train um, and there's two of them, and she falls in love with one of them. They say they're going to get married
1: and go to well, Oregon. And, and the reason is because she had fallen into debt with the guy that was helping, specifically helping her wagon. Yeah, she gets yeah. helped. Yeah. Um, I'm making it fast because we got 30 seconds. Dan Hodge uh, uh, knows the guy. Went to undergrad with the guy who played the handsome young cowboy. No way. Yeah, oh, that's cool. He was good. He I was really awesome. liked him. He was so um, Basically, charming.
0: what happens is she's on the side, and uh, the uh, Native American uh, the, uh, army attacks, attacks, and she. Uh, is she? There. It looks like they're gonna lose, but the old cowpoke saves everyone, and, and she-, she has to shoot herself. Okay, and that's it. That's, that's all the spoilers, because we
1: promised we were going to be done at 20 yeah. minutes. So, there you go, audience, that stayed and didn't just skip through. You're welcome, and we stayed true to our word. <sighs> I'm sorry, I was second. trying
0: to keep it fast for that last yeah. one. Oh, we didn't even get to talk about number six. Yeah. Six but, is the one that you
1: should go in blind No, no, the, no
0: I mean, we kind of already... Right.
1: The girl that gets rattled was by, was definitely my favorite. Yeah. Because I, I, you know how hard it is for me to feel, mm. and I felt. Oh,
0: see, I, I already knew that she wasn't going to make it, so... I don't know. To Oregon. She wasn't going to make it to Oregon. Jesus Christ. You'll figure out what that means, audience. (laughs) On this trail to Oregon. God damn it!
1: (laughs) It's fine. No one cares. No one listens. No, that's not true. People do listen. Give me names. I'm not naming names. Give me names names and addresses. I don't
0: know names or addresses, but people do listen. All right. But that's that's neither here nor there. So, but yeah, yeah, so... Battle of Buster Scruggs, a great movie if you want to watch it. But so me and my family have been on a Coen Brothers, not kick, but we've been watching. Going
1: through their canon. Yes, we've been watching more than uh, than you would be expecting. Um, One night while I was at Hodge House, uh, uh, Pfeiffer stayed there. Oh yes, yes. And he and Dan just were talking about movies and I and I obviously don't know much about most movies. Mm. So I was just sitting there between them watching them talk and Matt kept turning to me and going, "Alright Ethan, here's your homework for today." <laughs> Uh, I like it, and they talked about how the Coen Brothers have never made a bad movie. They've come close. They've come very close to making not good movies. What was the one they didn't like? Oh, it's something about the Lady Killer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like, and and Matt was like, and that's only because their mother had just died, and they were in a weird place. They were in a weird place. <laughs> but the, even then, it has a lot of redeeming things. But it's d- not great. I mean, they made No Country for Old Men. They're good. Like, and and one of them's name is Ethan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's, it's Ethan Joel, I think?
0: Yes, that's correct. Or it might be Eton. Oh, the fates. But, um, yeah, so we've been watching some yeah, Coen it's, films. Yeah, it's Eton.
1: I think. Oh, oh wait, no. So Is that a different Ethan? guy? Are they two different people? The Coen brothers? No, no, no. There's another Coen, and it looks like it's... Well, Coen's not an uncommon last name. Yeah, it's a Jewish last name. Yeah. Is it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> mm, let me... Da, 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 da. Um, um, no, he's a different one, it looks like. Um, he has a very different uh, oeuvre. Oh, does let he? He goes through some of the things that he's written. Uh, he wrote Men in Black 3. Oh, never mind. Um, That's, oh, he that... wrote the upcoming uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley movie, Holmes and Watson. Oh, that does look... It, like it'll have funny some good enough. moments. Funny enough, yeah. Um, he wrote Get Hard, uh, the one I with know. Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is in too many movies, uh. too many movies for not being that good. Like he's funny. Um, there is a very sweet looking movie coming up with him and Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston is a quadriplegic, and Kevin Hart gets hired to be his like aide. It looks very like sweet. Oh, kind
0: of like the, the movie that came out not too long ago where they
1: fall in love. I don't bad. think they fall in love though. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart's uh, paralyzed love scene. There was no love scene. Um, no, no, no. It was a tragic movie. He also wrote Madagascar: Escape to Africa. Escape to Africa is the second one. Yes, because it has two in the title. Oh, that's the number you're right. two.
2: Yeah. Oh. Um, damn. He
1: wrote Tropic Thunder. Oh, Tropic Thunder! Tropic Thunder is an interesting movie.
0: Yes, I've never seen it.
1: Ten years ago. Mm. Today, it could not get made. No. Because, I I mean, even though it uses the fact that he's in blackface as a joke, he's still in blackface. He is. Very much so. And also, they they do the Simple Jack thing. Um, Ben Stiller, the actor in the movie, Ben Stiller's character, but not his character's character. (laughs) Yes. Um, He was recently made a movie where he played um, a man that had a mental deficiency named Simple Jack. Mm. Uh, And that movie could not get made now. No. Uh, someone got in trouble. Forget who it was. They, like, in the past, like, two or three years, went as Simple Jack for Halloween and got in a lot of trouble with people. And he was like, whoa, they did it. It's just a character from a movie. And they're like, yeah. Like, you missed the boat on that being timely and funny. And now it's just offensive. Uh. Um, what, oh, he also wrote a short called, um, audience, I'm sorry, but this is literally just the word, I have to say it. It's called My Wife is Retarded, mm. which it sounds lovely. He wrote one episode of American Dad. Mm. Oh, he wrote Idiocracy. He wrote Idiocracy. Great movie. Yeah, I've heard, I've not seen it. You should watch it, it's funny. Oh. oh, he wrote two episodes of Recess. This is a strange writing credit. Um, he wrote a couple episodes of King of the Hill. Okay. So he works with Mike Judge. Who is that? Uh, he did King of the Hill, Idiocracy, and Beefs and Butthead, which Eton, with Eton Cohen also did a couple extra episodes of. Mm. And then he wrote um, a couple episodes of the TV series Timon and Pumbaa. I, I didn't, I couldn't. You know <laughs> what?
0: I'm going to immediately forget about Eton Cohen <laughs> as soon as we're done recording this. <laughs> That's fair. I, I died. I have already started to forget his first <laughs> The
1: first one we bet off, um, Men in Black Three. Oh no, the one from 2012. Oh, God. You know the time when people make Men in Black movies. I don't even remember what happens. in Josh Men in Black Brolin. 3. Uh, it's when he goes back in time, and Josh. Brolin, There's a like, they
0: go back in time. Yeah, Josh.
1: Uh, I don't know. It might be a prequel, but or I don't think Will Smith goes back in time, but Josh Brolin plays young Tommy Lee Jones. That was kind of the movie where people were started to go. Josh Brolin. Who is Josh Brolin? Thanos. Oh, yeah. And Cable from Deadpool. Oh, he is a good actor. Yeah, and like, he was like in The Outsiders, I think. He's like been doing movies for a while. Mm. Uh, Oh, wait, no, he wasn't Outsiders. I think he was the older brother in Goonies. Oh, I don't know. I Let don't me look know. up Josh Brolin's filmography. Okay. This is the movie podcast. Oh. He was in No Country for Old Men. What? Yes, he was. He was, he was. And I think, like, he's always been on people's radars, like, oh, he's a good actor, I like him. But now, like, starting around then, people were like, he's, like, really good. Mm. He's fucking good. Oh, he's, uh... Credited as Thanos in untitled Avengers movie. Oh, we all know what it's going to be. Apocalypse. Avengers
0: 3. No, Avengers 3. Mega Avengers. <laughs>
1: Avengers
0: 3. Josh Brolin. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Look at those stupid
1: turtles. Look at that turtle. Oh, you know the thing I showed you last week? The Once Upon a Deadpool? No, It's yes. just Deadpool 2 re-released as PG-13. Oh,
0: And it's they're not... going to
1: do an Oscars bid again.
0: They're gonna do an Oscars bit again. Yeah,
1: they did it for the first Deadpool. They were like, for your consi- They did ran for your consideration ads. Oh, that's funny. Um. Oh, Marvel is trying real hard to get Black Panther nominated for Oscars. I don't. I'm gonna have to. Wa- I can't believe I still <clears throat> haven't watched it's, uh, it. I'm pretty I sure. I don't know if it's DVDs or just they've been putting out more media. But either the DVD new DVD cover or just some media they've been putting out. Make don't put Marvel anywhere on the title on the cover of it. Oh, really? Yeah, cuz they're trying they're like this is good. We have a black hero and he's gonna win awards, damn it.
0: Oh shoot.
1: Oh my. Well, th-
0: wouldn't that be impressive if Marvel was an Oscar award That's why they want it. Oh, Disney's drooling. Right. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes, best picture award, give it to me <laughs> now. What 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 best pic- What good movies came out this year? I'm sure plenty. Honestly, they I think there have been lots of good ones. I can't remember. I haven't seen any. Oh, oh you know what? Oh, Crazy Rich Crazy Rich Asians. I, I don't think... It's a comedy, so it won't win Best Best Picture. Movies of 2018.
1: Twenty eight. Okay, let's do it. Let's do <coughs> it. Um, Black Panther. Okay. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. No. Annihil- oh, it's just listing them. Oh, Black Klansman. That was good. Black. I didn't see it. It's very good. It's I Sp- heard uh, it. Spike Jones, Spike Lee, Spike Lee, Spike Lee, Spike Jones. Ah, eh, their names. Mm. Sorry to bother you, which we never saw. I, can you stop hitting the table? I'm sorry, but it's because it was not playing. It had such a limited release. It
0: did. I I saw that they were. It was going to be released, and then I never heard about it again. I was like, "What? Where's
1: yeah. it?" Um, searching. It's John searching. Cho. He, oh it's yes, the one that's all on a computer and he's like looking for his daughter. And it's kind of like Gone Girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like Gone Girl mixed with all those new horror movies that take place in Google Hangouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's, scary. That it, Google Hangout is scary <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, uh, eighth
0: grade. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that won't get nominated though.
1: Love Simon. Was that really 2018? Love Simon. It's the a uh, boy that's gay that doesn't come out. No. That comes out uh, is gay. Means nothing to me. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That came out. That oh, was good. Oh, that's a good biopic. Yes. Um, cock Blockers. There it is. Best movie F- best picture, picture of 2018. No, wait. Isn't that the second one? No.
0: Wait. Is there only a first one?
1: Yeah. I hate that movie. I haven't seen it. I just hate the premise of it because it is inherently sexist. Yes, it is. It's our daughters can't have sex, but you know that the two dads would be high-fiving their sons if they like had a sex pact. Mm. Um, Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. Oh,
0: there it is. Oscar award-winning nomination um, goes to-
1: Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Honestly, didn't look that bad. Honestly, Looks what I heard, it was pretty good, and Stan Lee had a cameo in it. Oh, damn, damn! Did you see the? Did you see that clip? He's like starts off in the background, and he's like looking at the camera, like whoa, oh, who's this? Who's this? And then he like jumps forward. He's like, it's me, Stan Lee. <laughs> here for my uh, oh so subtle cameo that I make all the time. What's that? This is a DC movie. Oh, <laughs> I like that.
2: That's funny.
1: His last cameo, I believe, before he died. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How important it's
2: me, Stanley.
1: Stanley. I do hope they do the Deadpool thing. You work. know, his do you know what's hilarious? What his real name is Stanley. <laughs> his birth name is literally Stanley, mm-hmm. not Stan Lee. Stanley. It's Stanley. You know, you gotta just, you gotta you gotta brand
0: yourself. You gotta know who you're selling. And he wasn't sta- selling Stanley; He was selling Stan
1: Lee. Mmm, <laughs> I'm Stan. Do you think he walked into a boardroom and he was like, Hi, I wanna pitch you a comic book. My name is Stan Lee. Mm-mm. And, and, they, and they were like, Stan Lee? And he's like, Stan Lee. And they, they just got confused and wrote down Stan Space Lee. I don't know. Oh, I'm getting worked up. I need to move less. I'm getting hot and sweaty. Oh, drink more of your chocolate milk. My my tepid chocolate.
0: Milk. That'll eight. So, okay. So, Ethan loves his chocolate milk, as you guys must know by now. But he he has a passion for he's drinking all of it. He's drinking all of it like a beast. Um don't make it into a beauty and the beast thing. Damn uh, it.
1: <laughs> I was going to go
0: <clears throat> I know you were. Um uh but so to appease this uh, a, a chocolate milk monster, uh, I thought it would be—I <laughs> thought it would be fun to take hot chocolate and pour milk into it because we don't have chocolate syrup here, and the result is delicious, but the result is tepid. And I don't mean like, oh, it's a little it's it's a little, it's not it's the, not
1: very warm now. It's like
0: I, perfectly room temperature. The way I
1: described it was you fell asleep in a hot bath and woke up and now you're uncomfortable. So it's room temperature. Yeah. Perfectly room um, temperature. I watched the part of the Beauty and the Beast live action movie uh because my with my niece. Mm. Um and his first line, he's I forget what it is. He's like, "What do you want?" and it sounded a lot like my beast voice and I went it's and then, me? and then he like said more things, and then he was like, "I don't understand why you're here." I was like, "Oh, never mind." Oh no! He's... Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! How did you describe my beast voice when uh, early in the rehearsal process for it? Was it Cookie Monster mixed with Scooby Doo? Yes,
0: it was Cookie Monster <laughs> with a dash of Scooby. <laughs> 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 Because I really With a little
1: was... bit of Tim Allen. <laughs> well, I, I remember the one moment where I really wanted to give him a Scooby-Doo laugh. Where uh, Renee, like, booped yeah. me with the feather duster and I could go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the audience would go. What? <laughs> they go. Is that Scooby-Doo? Is that Scooby-Doo on stage? Well, it, it wouldn't have helped when that one, like, fat kid thought I was a dog. Yeah. <sighs> and he kept calling me a dog. I'm a beast. You're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go. What kind of dog has horns?
2: <laughs>
0: How many dogs talk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, uh, the costume designer for that show, our friend, uh, she ha- has a costume Instagram now, and Why I does she? and I made it. I made it on her Instagram. Oh, goody! Yes, goody. I'll goody. show you the post. See, <laughs> there's me when I first tried on the prince garb. Oh, I wish I had known that it would be used for social media at some point. Because oh, damn. you would have smiled. Uh, yeah, I would have um, not. Looked like I was getting my mug shot. <laughs>
0: that's okay. At least it isn't on your license. <laughs> oh, I had to give. I we got we went to. Oh, we went to this delicious Italian restaurant. Also, she
1: called, called me handsome in the post. Oh well, that's nice. We went. She said in all caps, throwback to this handsome prince, and I was like, incorrect. <laughs> Thank you. I am a prince.
0: But we just recently uh, went to a delicious Italian restaurant called mm. Osteria. And oh my goodness, it's so good. I just had leftovers last night. It was so good. Um, but we got drinks and... Who's this, your fam? Just the fam, yes, bam? just the fam. Um, that's, <coughs> I don't, I, I don't... Who, who else am I going to go with? Huh, Luke, what? my best friend. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> what if you did that to me? Oh yeah, I went out with Lucas. You know Lucas. My dearest friend. My great old acquaintance, Luke. My closest What am- Can you stop? Ethan's doing this thing where he
1: unbuttons
0: a portion of his button and then, like, rubs his stomach no. and chest. I don't know what that is, but it just looks so strange because he'll just be talking to me. He'll unbutton a button and then he'll put it in like he's going to go retrieve a bullet that someone shot him with and then pull it out and button back up. For
1: reference, it is my middlemost button audience.
0: It's... It's like it's like like right below the sternum. It just
1: no. It's it's because I'm itchy. Because I'm getting warm. Because I'm getting excited and talking a lot. <laughs> And I you don't get itchy when you get excited? <laughs> no, it's 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 kind of warm. I'm just warm because I'm wearing my boots. I don't usually wear my boots you when we record. This is a shoes-off house. Why do you I need- took my shoes off the other day, and your dad said, Oh, don't do that. Don't You don't have to take your shoes off. He was lying. He wanted no. to make you comfortable. But no, when I get warm, I, it's right before I sweat. <laughs> I don't sweat. I'm like a pig. I glisten. I'm like a pig. I glisten. <laughs> and then I just get itchy all over. And that's why I hate the summertime time, because it's a perpetual state of Ethan's itchy, and I get aggravated, mm. and now I'm getting more worked up. All right, all right, calm down, busy hands, calm down. It looked like I was just rubbing myself. Yeah, a little bit, it looked like you were feeling yourself. Oh, that chair squeaked a lot, I'm sorry. I'm oh. taking off my boots. Yeah, take off your Maybe the, should, can I take off my shirt? No. Oh.
0: You may not take off your shirt, you're in a blessed home. <laughs> this is a sacred space, thank so you very a home
1: untouched by Satan. Satan! Satan! So, um, I've been watching, uh, one of the YouTube groups I watch. Yes. They have a ghost hunting show now. Oh, uh, yes. The ghost <clears throat> aggravators or whatever. Uh, Achievement Haunter. Yes. A uh, yes. subtle plug for an entirely separate group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, I was watching it when I was staying the night at Roses the other day. Um, because there was an episode that had ghost cats. Right. Um, and I was watching with her and I was like, oh, I want to watch this with you. And then we watched a couple more episodes and I was like, all right, you ready for bed? And she went, no, you want me to sleep after that? Aww. Because they did have at least one genuine ghost encounter. Oh, uh, where it felt like one of them was pushed and then his back started to hurt. And he was like, oh, that's, that's weird. And they were like, oh, well, let's see your back and see if there's a mark. They're expecting like a little like maybe red mark that makes it uh, or something pulls up his shirt, and there are three very distinct scratches. And he was wearing a shirt and then, like, a big, like, vest over that. So it was ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, yes <coughs>
0: and no. What do you, what, specify? Uh, yeah, specify! I believe that there's a lot that we don't know, mm-hmm. so it's possible I, I believe science is making it harder and harder to find a way for it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I, I as of now, I, I never uh, exclude that which we don't know. Okay. So be, just because we don't know it or we can't... Just because we can't disprove it
1: doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Or we can't prove it doesn't mean yeah. it doesn't exist. Um, I was going to say one theory that I heard that I, I enjoy is uh, that people can... that uh, It's like the law that... Um, Energy cannot be destroyed or created. Mm. So when someone leaves a big impact on the earth in, a, in an emotional way, like a traumatizing death or incident, that that memory is like imprinted on the earth in that area. Mm. Oh, I, I'm like, I, I can buy that. That sounds, like, that sounds like a fantasy
0: setup for something. <clears throat> but okay, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, but, I've never personally encountered any ghostly things. I'm pretty sure I'm spectrally, uh, negative. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm a, a spiritual Drain. detractor. Yeah, exactly. Ghosts are like, oh,
1: get the frick away from him. <laughs> Which is odd, because I feel like, I don't know, you remind me of a dog or a cat in the way where if you started heading for high ground, I would trust that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like, mm, sorry, Ethan, I think, I think I gotta go to Canada now.
0: Why, why, I just- I got a feeling. Oh, I'll go to
1: Canada. Or like, if you just like start to shake and look around, I'm like, quick, get under the doorways.
0: (laughs) Quick, under the blankets.
1: Oh. But, uh. But yeah, so I've never had even kind of a spectrally encounter. Um, the closest I come is being, is, um, someone died in my house. The Mm. the man who built the house died there. Oh, that's spooky. And when we first moved in, I was eight or nine, and I was just, I was like, it's haunted. There's gonna be a ghost. I'm gonna get choked. (laughs) You know the things that children think. Yeah. Um, and I was just always. He's going to strangle me in my sleep, so, so <laughs> I'm going to get God. <laughs> that spooky God is going to get me God. And then my mom would wake me up, and I'd be like, Mother, I just encountered
2: this ghost, and he was very spooky. Mother, matriarch of our family. <laughs> I have encountered something not of this world, <laughs> something
0: that
1: not even the power of Christ can protect me from. Um, but I never saw anything, but any time I thought, I, my mind would trick me into thinking I did because I was worried there was a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I had one very, very spooky dream one time, or oh, a couple times well, in the span spooky, of a week.
0: Spooky dream?
1: Yeah. Oh, um, tell me I would, about your spooky I would dream. Wake up in the, I would wake up in my bed in mm-hmm. the dream and I'd walk across the hall to go to the bathroom and... It's literally the distance of like, a, like my arm from my bedroom door to the bathroom door. Mm. But I step into the hall, and I would hear like I would hear a little girl's voice go, "Hello," and I would look, and it would be like. A girl in like a Victorian nightgown with long black hair. Why is it Victorian nightgowns I don't are always know. Tr- like it's always Victorian wear that's the creepiest? I've seen things that are like, uh, Where's the ghost from 2008 that's screaming about Britney Spears? Yeah, where's
0: where's the it, instead yeah. of screaming
1: about the consumption, they're like,
0: Oh no, Britney didn't invite me <laughs> to her party.
1: <laughs> but no, I look over and it's a, a girl in a Victorian nightgown, she's talking to me, and um, in my in my dreams I am always an action hero to a degree when oh, I was little. Okay. I've told you the one where I would beat up my grandmother. Yes, yes, yes. You've said it on the podcast, yes. Yeah. Um, so naturally I sprung into action and I kick her in the chest. Jesus <laughs> I just I <laughs> <and> just <laughs> pop, hello <laughs> bam. Yeah. Get out of my house, ghost! I would go pop and kick her square, like in the sternum. And she flies back. And we had this little, like, thing at the end that was like a wireframe kind of thing that had, like, baskets on it, a decorative thing. And she would slam into that. And I would go, Phew, I'm safe. And I'd turn towards the bathroom. And then I'd hear her go, Why did you do that? And, like, standing up closer. And I'd go, ah! and that's when I learned to wake myself up in my dreams. Oh,
0: you, you can do that? Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I close my, in my dream, I'm standing there, I close my eyes real tight, and then I open them, and then I wake up like, ooh, ooh <laughs> spooky. It's because I had a couple, a couple of reoccurring nightmares as a child. Mm. One, I, it's just like a sense. I don't have a specific thing, but I remember just like the idea of someone talking very quietly, and then screaming all of a sudden, and everything going red. Mm-hmm. What a very vague dream. Yeah. Mm. All right. <clears throat> um, did I ever tell you about the dream that was influenced by the the cartoon Static Shock? I mm, sounds <clears throat> familiar, but no, I don't think uh, you have. Um, uh, just a bunch of characters were in the dream. Um, I beat them, beat up some of the villains, and all of them were Static Shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was the Armadillo Man specifically.
0: There's an armadillo man in Static Shock. Yeah. I didn't watch that show. I that get good. it, I get oh, I'm it. I'm going
1: to look it up. All right. All he's right. our black. He's a black icon, Bo. The armadillo Not the man. the armadillo. <laughs> I was like, armadillo
0: man from Static Shock is a black icon? No, the no. same way that Mothra is a gay icon, <laughs> sure. Oh. oh, I love Mothra. No. All right, Static
1: Shock. <clears throat> oh, know. it's DC technically. Yeah.
0: Did you not know that? No. Did you not see the episode where Static Shop, te- Shop, Static Shock
1: teams up with the Justice League? Um, Virgil Ovid Hawkins is his name. Phil Lamar. He does uh, some voices for Futurama. Oh, okay. Um, Richie.
0: Get to Armadillo, man. I don't care about anyone until you tell me the name. Robert Harkins. Armadillo. Get to the Armadillo. Oh, there's um, Rubber Band Man. I'm sorry.
1: Is he an Armadillo? Oh, damn. Uh, Let me just Google Static Shock Armadillo.
0: (laughs) There you go. Let's just get straight to the chase. I don't care about Rubberband Man. I don't care about Evil Static Shock. I don't care about Robo. His name is
1: (laughs) Carmindillo. And there he is. (laughs) <laughs> oh no
0: Oh, Armadillo is horrible He looks like He's like an armadillo with Crossed with a chimpanzee And a uh, tick Kind of looks like a tick A little bit like a tick He's a sickly yellow With purple splotches He looks horrible He was a bang
1: baby A what? A bang baby What does that mean? A bang baby
0: Oh that's the ones with the powers
1: <laughs> Yeah Yes um, Because it happened When there was a gang war Happening on the docks And then some Someone gun, some... shot some magic juice yeah, pretty and much someone stopped it. some stuff and a gas leak. And um, that's why that's how Virgil got it because he was like, just made a new friend. But it turned out the friend was a gangbanger. And he was like, take this. And it was like a handkerchief wrapped in a gun. But then he threw the gun in the ocean. And then he got bang babied. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then his his white friend, Richie, he, got, he was a secondhand bang baby because he was the first person that Virgil saw after the accident. So his clothes were still like permeated with the gas. Why? Ah. So he got it. In the second season. Like, it took, like, a few months in in, in the showtime for his friend to get powers. Do you know what his power was? Super smart. Super smart. smart. Yeah, I know. Because he's, he's the white man, I chair, know, and the friend. I know the... White man, chair, and the friend. It's a guy in the chair who helps out with the yeah. logistics. Yes, yes. Carmen was an unknown criminal who was at or near the docks the night of the Big Bang. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> so it was just... You kind of thought about the docks during the night, and you got superpowers. Is that
0: right? I was a fish near the dock, and bam! Now I'm a walking, talking man with firepower.
1: Transforming him into an anthropomorphic armadillo. Why? He was a reoccurring, <laughs> recurring enemy of Static, but mainly used his powers for petty crime, usually attempting to steal other people's food. That's it. Carmandillo has a physiology similar to an armadillo. Oh. His armor is quite strong and resilient to damage, and when rolled into a ball, he can become a living wrecking ball of sorts that can do a lot of damage to anything. Do you know that's a- similar to mm. Ferret? He also has enhanced. Sans- enhanced ferret? Sans- <laughs> is there a link to
0: Ferret?
1: He was able to determine ferret? Richie's sandwich by scent alone. Let's click on Ferret. Ah! Oh!
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, it's like a person, but just with an extended snout and large. And
1: I'm pretty s- sure his thing will, is he's just fucking homeless. Oh god, oh, it's, it's holy oh, scary. Oh, let me, let me look him up. Um, he was a former member of the Rough Pack and later oh. the Metabreed. After the Big Bang, Ferret's nose grew and he gained an acute sense of smell. That's he it. joined the Rough Pack and was beaten by static. Hyde, the rough pack's leader, got tired of being captured by Static, and used Ferret to trace Static's residue, ionized oxygen. Oh, that's clever. Um, they followed the scent to a penthouse party, but after a short fight, Ferret was arrested by the police. Kangor busted him out. Kangor? <laughs> Not Kangor! Kangor the Fearsome! of... Wanna look up Kangor? No, because we're at 47 minutes. Oh no, the page wouldn't load. Okay. Well, Literally powers ability, uh, unparalleled sense of smell, sharp claws with facilitated climbing. That's what he looks like normally.
0: Oh, so not a horrible monster.
1: But that's what he looks like now! Like a horrible monster.
0: Well, yeah. audience, you we've gone through Us Weekly, we've gone through Christmas, Toys R Us, we've gone through uh, the Coen brothers, and we've gone through Static Shock and some other stuff. It was a fun time. Uh, we hope you had a pleasant evening. Yes. we did, maybe, I don't know. And we will. And see you. The next, time. Um,
2: next time next time next time next time it'd be Mother pity you if you didn't a... show uh, up to the next yeah. time yeah